more states need to join in these efforts to help the children they have taken in. When they do, the results are promising. One study of young people in Illinois who could stay in foster care until age 21 showed they were three times more likely to complete at least one year of college and 38% less likely to become pregnant compared to young people who left care at 18. Particularly in difficult economic times, government leaders and advocates need to think creatively. Given limited government resources and the growing stock of abandoned bank-owned properties across the United States, it makes sense to imagine a new way to develop safe housing opportunities for vulnerable youth. Federal policymakers should encourage banks, perhaps with tax incentives, to contribute foreclosed properties to nonprofit organizations without liability, relieving the banks of the responsibility of maintaining these structures. The White House could then target to nonprofit groups a number of existing federal Section 8 housing vouchers from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development for use by youth aging out of foster care. Rather than becoming eyesores in their neighborhoods, these vacant houses can become homes for young people who desperately need them. The program would promote the growth and redevelopment of struggling communities while allowing youth to prepare for independent living in a safe and stable setting. The idea involves the type of innovative partnership among child welfare nonprofits, banks, and federal agencies that too rarely occurs. It's a cost-effective strategy to expand the safety net for young people aging out of foster care. Another crucial way to improve foster care is to reduce the number of times children move from caregiver to caregiver. When children bounce among placements, as Benjamin did more than 30 times, how can they form the kind of enduring attachments that help them become self-assured and trusting? Many wander through childhood, believing there is something wrong with them leaving scars on their hearts and minds that last a lifetime. When children move too often, their health care is disrupted and their health suffers, their education lags, and their roots wither, as connections with siblings and other birth family members weaken. When a child welfare system aims for stable placements, that overriding goal actually helps it meet other goals as well. In 2007 in New Jersey, with our eyes on the prize of fewer moves for kids, we knew success meant stability for children, and stability often meant educational achievement, better health care, and stronger connections with caregivers who could become forever families if necessary. Research shows the importance of placing children with relatives whenever safe and possible. A far-reaching study initiated in 2006 by the Children's Hospital of Pennsylvania followed a large group of young children entering the Philadelphia child welfare system and revealed that they typically found more stability when placed with relatives. One ringing achievement of the federal fostering connections law is that many of these relatives can now become permanent guardians without forfeiting state assistance, a development likely to bolster stability and permanency, especially if more states get on board. Although strong and supportive child welfare systems are desperately needed, we can't forget that whenever it is safe for children to stay home, they should. Anyone who has watched a caseworker forcibly separate a child from a parent knows what heartbreak looks like. Children very often do better living with their own families with the proper support systems in place than they do with strangers in foster care. It is important to note that of the cases that child welfare workers investigate, most do not involve abuse and neglect. Many arise because of the cascading consequences of poverty, the need for groceries, utility aid, shelter, or child care, for instance. 
The trauma of being removed from families, friends, schools, and familiar surroundings cannot be underestimated, and none of it happens by accident. Billions more dollars have been spent on the machinery of foster care than on safely preventing admissions to foster care. Programs that supply wraparound services, such as Memphis's Youth Villages Intercept, for example, remain more the exception than the rule. Even though they have helped young people with behavioral or emotional problems stay in their homes by providing family therapy and parenting skills at a lower cost than foster care.